as a woman who wears heels, who was partying in heels that hurt mm-hmm. my feet, <laughs> and you can only get through the night with a lot of drinks. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've all been yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey ladies, and welcome back to Herspective, and welcome to Leo season. Yes, <laughs> have you been waiting all year for this? Been waiting all year to be able to say that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It only does come once a year. <laughs> exactly, best year, or best time of the year. Well, no. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> you know, I'll give it to you because it's still summer, so yeah, I'll yeah. hop on Leo season for the warm weather. <laughs> yeah. And it's my birthday soon. And it's your birthday, yeah. And you have a pool that we're going to be swimming in. The renovation is finally completed. We've been talking about that on the show here and there over the last couple months, and it's finally completed. So Leo season plus pool plus my birthday equals endless fun. (laughs) Yes, I cannot wait. I I had a little, um, I guess, preview this weekend, but... um, it was your son's birthday, so it was full of full of children, so I just dipped a toe and ran away. <laughs> yeah, I know. Was it was good. a weekend full of children's parties, actually. So I'm I know. I know. Glad All of over. our friends had birthdays, kids' birthdays this weekend, too, so. Yeah. It was it was a hot one. It was. It, hot. Was, it was. Thank God we have a pool, because it was yeah. a scorcher. Sweltering, yeah. Anyway, but we cool. have a super fun episode today, um, so obviously we want to get into that, but why don't you shout out our sponsors first before we start? Yes, so thank you to our sponsor, Intamo Pleasurables, for supporting Herspective. Intamo Pleasurables is a Canadian sexual self-care company. They use 100% plant-based ingredients in all of their products. They are a company that cares and gives back a portion from every sale to facilitate free sex and pleasure education in our communities. Head to intamilpleasurables.com for their full line of products and use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout. And thank you to our other sponsor, Birch and Fog, for supporting the show. Birch and Fog is an online luxury plant-based wellness shop for the modern woman. They carry a wide range of CBD products. We cannot recommend them enough. And we've been using the sleep drops as they are absolutely amazing, the CBD sleep drops. So to learn more about their products, check them out on Instagram at Birch and Fog or at www.birchandfog.com. And of course, use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout to get $20 off your first order. So yeah, we're obsessed with them and their products. So you will be too. Check them out. Yeah. And I just had another friend tell me that they've ordered. So their items are on their way. So I'm excited to hear what they have to say after they try it because I just don't think anybody can't love the products. Yeah. So yeah. Miracle drops. They are. They are. Little drops of golden miracles. Miracles. Well, you can't put a price on a good sleep. So I, you know, we touched on it last week a little bit and actually it's hilarious because both the things we touched on last week are just like continuing on into this week yeah so I wanted to kind of bring it up again um so update on Kanye he apparently has gone to hospital or went to hospital after that crazy tirade rant that he went on and kind of shared some really personal 
information and details about his and Kim's life and what and then telling people that or well saying he wanted to divorce her publicly like it was just so crazy and really sad like you know it made me think about just celebrities as a whole and how they're I think, just people too. Yeah, it really did. And like, I'm not a huge Kanye fan, which I've also mentioned on the show before, but it's, it is sad. Like here is a person yeah. that is clearly mentally unstable and having like serious breakdowns. And I don't, I don't know if he knows what he's saying in those moments or means to, to say what he's saying. I think he did. Like, yeah. he, he did apologize. But I think what I kind of realized is last week when we were talking about it, it was more along the lines of um, this was kind of before he started, uh, I think, really, uh, really talking about all of their personal business. And it was mostly about how he was running for president and just like, you know, being ridiculous Which, with how that's a terrible idea also. But. Yeah. But <laughs> and then I think it got like it became really apparent that he was really in the midst of a bipolar episode cut like in even doing the running for presidency too so um i i really hope i'm sending him good vibes at least like i don't really you know care about him and he's also a celebrity that i do not know but like of course i don't want anyone to be um you know or let mental illness have those stigmas or let it ruin a family or whatever because at one point he was saying like want to divorce you and no I just feel really bad for him and and because he is such an a celebrity and an icon it's on display for everyone yeah it's it's it just makes them relatable in that weird way because human well, in a or, sad way yeah he's human and mental illness doesn't pick and choose like nobody is immune to anything really that is mental illness physical illness anything like that so it just reminds us all that these people have endless wealth and they can still suffer from really serious issues and it is sad and I do feel for them from on a family level like they are a family they have children he is their dad um you know to see your husband in that state like it's really scary like I've dealt with um, mental illness within my family before and seeing some of these same the most like the people that I look up to and love the most uh struggle and suffer is is really hard to like see it and deal with it and understand it properly and know what to do um so yeah it is it just brings you back to the fact that he is just an actual human being. A human. And, and you know, it is sad, but it's like also, and I feel this way about a lot of people, like, why do they turn to Twitter when, you know, they're in, I guess, These in states. a bipolar state? Like, why, why is it Twitter? Like... I think because, you know, we're all in, we all have our phones in our hands at all times, especially these celebrities, it seems. And it's just a quick, like, way to rant it's it's something you can just type what you're feeling and it goes live immediately there's no images that are associated with it so you don't have to find an image and then post it like it's just text but I mean you can obviously include images but really it's just text and so many people follow like it's a way to get your thought or feeling or rant out in a millisecond and have millions of people be aware of it right at that yeah. moment yeah I guess and that's then, what it is yeah and then people respond right away too right and so that adds fuel to those fires and I wonder if that doesn't help at all because people 
either egging him on or like fighting with him and and not just him like anybody in these states and these positions of like power and then also like i.e trump but then also these people that have millions upon millions of followers like you've just got so many people voicing their opinion and adding comments and spiraling things and like creating a whole new stream of conversation out of that like it it is it's like crazy like to think of having that kind of level of like celebrity and then really at the end of it you're just another person that deals with a very serious mental illness yeah like it's it you know it's so it's it's interesting when you like really break it down and dissect it and then on top of that like another person like britney spears like Mm -hmm. It's funny because, I mean, it's not funny, but it's interesting because I didn't follow her for the longest time and you actually are the one that, like, brought her account to my attention with, like, her craziness. and The train wreck that it is. Yeah, and I started watching and being like, oh, my God. And, yeah, I did laugh in all honesty at first. I was like, this is, like, I'm embarrassed for her, but it's funny. Like, it's almost entertaining. And then, like, as time went on, I was like, I'm actually really sad to see this. Like, she is somebody who was a major part of our youth. Again, we've, like, chatted about that, like, soundtrack of our lives in a lot of ways. And she's a mom, and she's someone who has, like, enormous wealth and has, it was the princess of pop, or queen of pop, I guess. And this is, like, it's like she's just, like, in this little box, and she just lives her life on this Instagram stage, and all she can do is dance and play dress up. Like, it's very juvenile. And to see an almost 40-year-old woman in that state. But she's not even dancing normally or dressing up normally. You know what I mean? It's not even like she's showing off appropriate things either. And clearly there's a lot of fucking issues going on with Britney. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I think we talk about it so much because it's, like, so concerning. And it's it's really, really weird as you kind of t- said, like when you get a glimpse into the these celebrities who at one point, I mean, for sure with Britney, you've idolized at one point. So it's just so weird to like see them behave in humans, see that everything, everyone does have problems. And then it's like worrisome as we are approaching an older woman age, like what, imagine if we were under some sort of like conservatorship, did not have our kids, like is now we're relating on different levels to her. Um, and it's just worrisome, I think. Yeah, and it is, in particular with Brittany, like, something that kind of hits home a little harder because we kind of grew up with her, like I, like I did. Completely. She's only a couple of years older than me, and so when she hit the stage for the first time, I think I was 14 or 15, I can't yeah, remember now. same. And she was only a couple of years older, so she was just a kid at the same time, and now she, and then she became a mom and a wife and, like, had a separate life outside of being a celebrity or at least tried to and couldn't she like couldn't have a separate life because we as the people just like don't allow that we want to know every single detail about celebrities and I I think that contributed to a lot of whatever she's dealing with now and obviously this is speculation we don't know these people at all we just get our news from the same place everybody else does mostly social media but obviously there's something going on because it is being talked about so much there's like people starting like full like campaigns <laughs> to like free britney well and her sister weighed in on it and was like um she defended her was like i don't know who the fuck you guys think you can 
talk about my sister. Like, she said she was happy. Basically, she was like, fuck off and mind your own business, everyone, especially the negativity, um, which is fair. She's defending her sister. But I don't know. I wonder. She obviously knows more. um, And she's not saying free Britney. So do we trust that she's okay? Or who knows? Yeah, well, there's her son came on as well and like made some comments about hating their like grandpa which is Britney's dad so yeah I mean again we don't know all the details we only get what we see and maybe there is an element of publicity happening here maybe a a little bit of it is on purpose and like we're supposed to be she doesn't need that she had world fame for many years every girl loves her she had right but she doesn't anymore she doesn't have the same kind yeah, but of she could pick fame. Up no problem. Anyone would go see her well, if she I don't was know. like normal. You know, like I if I was in Vegas during her residency, I would still watch it right now. Yeah, I mean stuff like that for sure. But I just don't know if you can't go backwards. Like you can't go back to the past, and you can't relive like your prime years, like when no. she was at the she top to of adapt. her game. So, I mean, pushing 40, you are, you're just not the same. You're not. But she's not growing. I think that's what's so fucking weird. She's not growing, evolving. She's staying like 12. I'm just really like curious if this conservatorship is a real thing because like I hear it, but then you don't get any further information. You hear about it and then like they say there's. But why would we get more information? Yeah, exactly. And quite frankly, I have no right to it. Like. I have no right to Britney's real personal <laughs> life. But I mean, when you're posting no, the kind of videos. Get to know the ins and outs. Yeah. Of- when you're posting the kind of videos that she's posting <laughs> publicly, private then business, I don't think it's you allow people insight and you allow people to criticize or judge or wonder or be concerned. So if she doesn't want that and she really is trying to make some changes or there's something going on in her life that is actually very personal, then. I guess, stop posting anything. But the thing is, she doesn't comment at all on any of this stuff. She just posts her little videos and never, ever responds to people with their comments. Even, like, other celebrities that have commented, like, are you okay? She does not respond on Instagram at all. So it's very interesting situation that's happening because... Are you not seeing these comments or are you just ignoring it on purpose or you're truly so fine that you don't need to? She did say like, this is me being happy. But also I think that Brittany, um, from what I do know, <laughs> Brittany, um, she very much gives off the impression of being like super light and airy and like, um, So I think for her to, and well, naive, so I think for her to acknowledge it, I I think it would be, like, too complicated for her to acknowledge because she'd be like, what do you mean? Like, I'm fine. Do you know what I mean? Am I explaining Yeah, but I don't know. I just don't buy it. I mean, she doesn't have full custody of her kids. There's something to be said for that. That, I mean, usually the mother does, and she has plenty of means to care for them financially that is and could have all the help she needed but she still doesn't have like actual full-time custody so there is something going on behind the scenes whether we're gonna know ever or not who knows but as as the fans or previous fans of Britney we are wondering and curious and nosy quite frankly yeah it's because it's weird as a woman 
you know, like I said, we're approaching her age. We are her age, so similar ages. It's weird to be like, why the fuck are you acting that yeah. way? Why are why don't you have your kids? Why do you think it's appropriate to behave in that manner? Um, and maybe when we were 17 looking at this, we would find nothing wrong with it. But right now we've also grown with her and we're like, this is fucking weird. Really yeah. weird. But it might just be one of those um, great world mysteries like who really killed Diana and what really is going on with Britney Spears. Well, I mean, we'll have to go down a real conspiracy theory path another day yeah. because sadly... But if we do that, maybe we should put the effort into like something real. <laughs> well, I mean, all of the information that's in the media right now about just like the super elite of the world being involved in this like pedophile ring and Trump possibly being part of it Prince Andrew definitely being part of it yeah Um, oh yeah so the uh I can never pronounce her name properly it's Maxwell I just call her Maxwell because I don't know her first name something yeah yeah um and I mean I should probably learn it properly but well, anyway. Also, she should doesn't deserve us to, you know, acknowledge her properly. But well, we you, don't. We don't know enough. I want to know, know but everything. Clearly, she was part of it. Ew. Oh, she owned or she has like major dirt for sure. Yeah, and Trump. Um, you Wishing know, her well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he just can't stop. I posted a video that Andrew Schultz. Uh, posted I love himself, his videos. comedian Andrew Schultz he's absolutely amazing and I love how he delivers his information like it's yeah, he's so like political and engaging and, and funny like sarcastic and hilarious and yeah calls it out for what it is I love it but it's so easy to digest too like you're getting some yeah. facts without having to like sift through a lot of like the more jargony type thing and I'm not saying he is he's in the know of everything like he says he's not speculating this is what he actually knows and I respect that um I'm not using him as like my main source but I mean he is kind of like up on what's happening in the I hate saying the celebrity world but kind of the celebrity world and like the social gossip and well in the American uh political world and what's going what the state of affairs is down there yeah exactly so I mean yeah, I, and I hate saying it's a conspiracy theory because I kind of feel like it's not. It's not a conspiracy. Like, it's it's just is. Like, this shit happened, and it's not cool, and I hope everybody involved gets what is coming to them. Like, I hope karma is the biggest bitch for those that did anything they shouldn't be doing. And definitely don't want to take us down that road um, no, for this episode. because thought process on it all like all yeah this should fucking die yeah after oh. they've been raped first and <laughs> then be murdered but anyways well, i watch way well, too much criminal minds and svu right now and i'm just like well i don't ever like rapists but i'm especially hating rapists right now <laughs> well that took a turn yeah um. anyways <laughs> don't rape folks <laughs> yeah please don't yeah um but yeah so i mean we keep getting into these sort of like deeper, darker convos at the beginning of our episodes, but it's I just know. what's like going on in the world right now and what we're aware of and what we hear about. Um, so we just like to have a little chat about it. And hey, anybody listening, if you know stuff or we're wrong about stuff, fact check us, like let us know because uh, we will own it. We will 
make the apology if we need to make the apology. But um, <laughs> yes. But to change gears completely, we have a super awesome episode, as always, uh, mm-hmm. with a fantastic guest. We have Hyla Ameni on the show, and she is one of the founders and creators and the face. She's all the things for the beautiful shoe company, House of Hyla. Her and her partner, George Sully, who is the creator and founder of Sully Wong, have come together and thankfully brought us women the most beautiful monochromatic pumps you can get your hands on. Um, and some soon-to-be other treats that we learned about. Yes, and you have so to excited. listen to the show <laughs> to get the dirt on that. Uh, but yes, much is coming out of House of Hyla in the next little while. So if you haven't heard of this company or this brand you need to get to Instagram. You need to Google it. Um, mm-hmm. If you're looking for any color that your little mind can think of, they probably have it and in a monochromatic. So they are so beautiful and I can totally vouch for it because I have the pumps and I have the running shoes and I'm obsessed with both. Um, but more on our guests. So Hyla, she is, as I mentioned, uh part founder, owner, creator, face of House of Hyla. She's also a professor um, at Seneca. She is an influencer. She is a new mommy. And she is just a powerhouse of a woman. So interesting. She brings us a lot of like really awesome tips and advice on getting into business, especially talking about business with your partner, um, romantic partner that is. So we are super excited to have her on the show because she's going to tell you everything about House of Hyla and the products and the brand and some business tips, really. Mm-hmm. She just fills us right in. <laughs> So super excited to welcome Hyla to the show. Welcome, Hyla. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to talk to you. And what girl isn't excited to talk about shoes? Yeah. Shoes, shoes, shoes. Shoes and the creator of all good shoes. Yeah. Very, uh, very exciting. You picked the right, the right industry. I picked the wrong industry. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, tell us about that. How did you get into shoes? Well, first tell us a little bit about oh, yourself yeah. <laughs> and the journey that got you onto the House of Hyla. So the journey, it was always meant to be House of Hyla, I think. And I to make it and to say it in simple terms, I followed my heart all the way to where I am now. Um Growing up, I always wanted to be in fashion and I kind of steered towards business because I knew that it was important to have a business background um, with anything that I wanted to do if I wanted to change my mind, but I always wanted to be in fashion. And yeah, so um, I met George. Um, He is my partner, George Sully, and he has a, a menswear shoe brand. So. Um, when I met him, we 
started dating and we worked a lot together and eventually I knew that um, I wanted to bring something to the table too and um, I had an idea for a monochromatic shoe and so um, I was ready and I told him my idea and so we embarked on this journey and it's been so much fun and it's been so rewarding to be able to create such a amazing product that is both like visually appealing and also comfortable and I love the feedback that I get from women because it's like we've been looking for something that's comfortable our whole lives and you know it does exist and we've been able to prove that and I think that is what is amazing about it. Yeah, and I can definitely attest to all of that. I mean, they are all stunning shoes. They are actually comfortable. Um, I'm wearing the white runners right now, and I have a pair of the lavender pumps, and I love them, and I can't wait to break them out for something special. Like, I need stage three to, like, happen immediately (laughs) so I can go and just walk around and be seen in my lavender House of Hyla pumps. Um, But they are truly comfortable. So you guys have definitely succeeded in that mission. And I know that, um, or I've noticed in a lot of your posts, that you are showing a picture of one of the pumps in, for instance, Tiffany Blue. And then you'll say the only true Tiffany Blue pump in the world you're welcome so is that true you know there's no um collection of monochromatic heels so we are the only brand that has done it as a full collection and we have 25 colors um and counting tint. <laughs> um so i need yes, to know what other true. colors are coming <laughs> yes and more styles as well and as you uh, may know, I have a son, so we are doing a kids collection and then um, adding more women's styles and then men's that as well. That is so awesome. I have two boys yeah. and I would love to deck them out in some House of Hyla sneakers or whatever the style is that you come up Mm. with so we can all be matching and then I'll get my husband a pair too so we'll just all rock our house of Hyla shoes that will be awesome (laughs) exactly so just backing up a little bit um you mentioned George Sully Mm -hmm. who what um is the creator of Sully Wong shoes for men but he's also your partner both in business and in life Mm -hmm. he is the father of your son so that's one of the things we wanted to chat to you about i mean with partners i believe you communication is very important also we we respect each other's creative process so we're always um we're always giving each other that support um also i've had experience working with him before where we would help each other and so I knew that we worked really well together in creating um, so every relationship is different so I, I'd say you should look at your relationship and judge for yourself and think okay is this is this gonna work do we work well together are we gonna get through um, disagreements and that's done through trust and communication yeah, I think that is a huge thing. I've just in COVID started uh, working with my boyfriend and it's really weird 
working all day together and then coming home and um like you know living together so it, it's okay but I can definitely say they're like throughout the day it is so his business is painting and I'm definitely not, not a painter so there are times when I'm like exploding because I'm like I'm not a painter <laughs> so how do you prevent or what, what advice would you give to prevent those midday blow-ups with your with your partner I yeah. mean <laughs> at that moment from what you're telling take me I say just like take a moment <laughs> Yeah. to yourself and yeah. then just like regroup so it's not like a so you don't feel emotional and it's coming from like yeah. a more understanding point I guess and that's okay like no he's the best he you know he he's patient about it and then comes over and like fixes the my drip lines or whatever the hell it's, it's frustrating painting I think anyone <laughs> who's ever painted a wall knows that <laughs> I'm not that crazy. <laughs> so do you feel that when being in um, a business mm-hmm. relationship with George that you guys have like clearly defined roles that like you do XYZ and he does ABC or is it kind of just like a mix mash? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like for me personally, I'd probably need the mm-hmm. roles to be very defined. Like obviously people know mm-hmm. where their skills lay and where they don't. Um, but sometimes, and this is also me, I'm a control freak. So <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yes, I'll do I, that. Like, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the controlling one with you and George? Um, I'd say uh, George is a Taurus. I'll leave it oh, at that. <laughs> my youngest is a Taurus. Ha, enough said. Very strong personalities. <laughs> yes. Yes, and very strong. Too bad we uh, couldn't have Dr. Freed joining this conversation. She was our uh, guest on our episode uh, last week, and she is a psychological astrologer. So she would probably have lots to say. Yes. Well, what's your sign, Hyla? I'm a Virgo. Virgos and Tauruses go really well together, I think. Yeah, they're compatible signs. Well, they better. Yes, that works. Not a ton of choice in the matter now. Um, But yeah, so do you guys have like your defined roles? Like you know what you're doing and what you want to do and same for him? Yes, of course. So um, right now, what we always say is divide and conquer. So I mean, Adrian is almost 15 months. So technically, my mat leave is over. But we do a lot of dividing and conquering. So he keeps my hands full. And what's amazing about coming back to working with your partner and living together and staying at home is that I'm here and I can contribute to the designing to the brand, right? So because I'm here, it's very easy to make it work. So to explain our roles, I have all the ideas and all the crazy requests and George is more of the technical side. So. Um, he deals with the factories and etc and that side of things but then our roles are always changing and because we are both entrepreneurs and we've gained a lot of um, skills through working for yourself and figuring it out all the time you know Um, what's amazing with the time that we live in now is that everything everything is accessible it's free it's online like there's so much information out there so we're always able to grow and figure it out. <laughs> well, you're also the, well, name and like the face, I guess you can say, of the company, right? Because yes. you do modeling for it. Yeah. Um, so 
that's gotta that's gotta be busy. That's gotta be a lot to do. You're like representing everything, so you have mm-hmm. to kind of like take that responsibility on as well with your own uh, with your own look with everything that's going on. It, so you're not yeah, kind of behind have, the scenes you, with the ideas. You do, you're right in front. Dual duty, right? Like you are the idea generator, and you have the yeah. vision of yeah. what the products of the brands should look like and what you want them to be but then also you also are sort of the spokesperson the ambassador it's your face or your foot your best foot forward yes (laughs) yeah a lot of my feet a lot of your feet you know if you ever need any other foot models like feet models i have cute little feet (laughs) in shoes i agree i like the picture you just sent me and you know might be the next post (laughs) Aw, so cute. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that, that, that's that got to get a lot too, right? Like being the idea generation station and the face and a mm-hmm. mama and a partner and an entrepreneur, like you, you're wearing so many different hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, like I enjoy being busy and... If I'm not, like, I get bored and, you know, I like to mm-hmm. constantly work. And even, like, with my son, like, I want to put all my energy and time into into him. And, um, and I'm like that with my work as well. So, I mean, I've juggled multiple jobs a lot in my life. So I'm able to, you know, like, when you're asking me that, I'm trying to understand like the um the hardship in it and I'm like well this is this is how I am and I believe that when you love everything that you're doing and you're enjoying it it doesn't feel like work so I'm no, you know sure. yeah that's definitely something that you hear a lot right like if you love your job it's not work anymore like you have the passion you're you get up every day excited and you're so lucky that you feel that way because I think so, so many people don't and possibly never do mm-hmm. or never totally. will, um, which is unfortunate. And I think that's something that everybody would like aspire to have is like feeling that intense passion about their career and mm-hmm. be excited to get up for work. Like, not going to lie, not super stoked every day. <laughs> Yeah, there's a difference when it's something that yeah. you're super passionate about and you love what you're doing. Obviously, it's still work. Um, it has to mm-hmm. be done, but I think there's a huge difference when, like, look at our podcast again, for example. It doesn't feel like work when we're doing this, but it's still, mm-hmm. like, man hours and stuff. But it's time, exciting right? and we enjoy mm-hmm. it and that's, like, we put our passion into doing the podcast. So, yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel like, uh, it's not a chore, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But there are times when it's like, oh, God, I have to get this edited right yeah. now. Like, we're airing tomorrow. There's so. always pressure. Then, yeah, then there's the pressure. Yeah, I think that's the, the main thing there. The difference is the pressure versus um, like that ugh, dread of feeling of having to get into the office. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's OK, because yeah. it's not like you wake up and you're doing what you're passionate about. You have to sometimes do those things that you don't want to do to get you to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like also a lot of people, I think, find meaning or fulfillment from outside, um, I guess, experiences other than other than just work. Some I mean, some people like yourself are very lucky, but there are other people that just get it from doing other things. Yeah, so, so long as you can find that. Yeah. Yeah. All your hobbies. And also it always comes back like maybe the skills that you're gaining mm-hmm. from 
the job that you're at right now, you're going to, or you already are applying it to what you're passionate about. Yeah, actually, we've been focusing so much lately on manifestation and everything. So right now I'm I'm job searching um, because I was laid off because of COVID. So all of that, like those thoughts, everything that you what you just said is like the positivity has really been on my mind lately because I'm using that to Mm -hmm. manifest. I'm really trying to manifest all my like skills that I already have. I'm like, what can we do here? You will. You'll find it. I was going to say, wish me luck. Good luck. (laughs) Um, Well, actually, that's like a good point that you brought up, Hyla, is the, you know, you have to start somewhere. And you had a bit of an interesting start to like House of Hyla and even like simultaneously what you're doing or were doing obviously before Matt leave. Um, So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I started as a flight attendant uh, almost 10 years ago and I got to flight director um, six years into being a flight attendant and that role was something that was a challenge for me, but I knew that if I did it, the skills that I would learn from it, because I've always wanted to have a business and be an entrepreneur. So I'm always thinking of, okay, if I do this, then what am I going to gain out of it? Is it going to be beneficial in the long run? And that helped me to, you know, face my fears. So I became a flight attendant. And then during a flight, I met, um, this lady from Seneca College who offered me a job as a professor. And I've never been to teacher's college. I just have experience as flight attendant, flight director, and um, I went to school for business. So that was enough for me to get the position. And through that position, which I've never imagined myself to be a professor, um, it taught me so much and I gained so much out of that. And also House of Hyla is a partner with uh, Seneca's flight services. So a lot of the students wear the House of Hyla kitten heel. And it's just cool that when, you know, you're, you're able to like collaborate your career side and your business. For yeah, sure. definitely. And I mean, that's, you again, make such a great point about sometimes you have to do things to get to the next stage in life or in your career Mm -hmm. and being a flight attendant obviously that you're dealing with people Mm -hmm. um can probably be experience some pretty high stress situations if oh i'm sure there's a ton of transferable skills there (laughs) but what's really cool is that you kind of had the wherewithal Mm -hmm. to identify that this will put you in a different spot mm-hmm. well, in the spot that you'd like to be. So that's really cool that you you had that awareness for your career. Yeah, and I think that's a great takeaway for people that also, whether they're starting a business with a partner or not, but if they're starting a business or considering starting a business for themselves, um, you know, don't discount some of the experiences or skills mm-hmm. or jobs that you had. Pull on them and utilize them even if it doesn't seem like they would apply if you really think about it they probably do and I think a lot of us think oh well I don't have that skill set so I can't do it or I've never done anything like that or I'm not adaptable but you probably are way more than you would ever think so it just goes back to giving yourself more credit and having more faith in yourself and confidence too yeah and I think um sometimes it is really hard to kind of know what you want to do but mm-hmm. having, you know, having that confidence and motivation to, to know the, that you want, like, even, even something different is a start. So I think 
keep at it and, <laughs> you know, don't settle if you know you're not happy since we're being motivational right now. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Motivation makes the dream work or how does that, what is that saying? Now I can't remember. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> is it teamwork? <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Laura. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm allowed one. You get like one in I episode. get all of them. I know. I can never remember any sayings. I, I, Everything's asked backwards that I spew. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, okay. So let's just recap a little bit. You were being a professor. You were still being a f- mm-hmm. like flight director at the same time. Yeah. And then you were also working on House of Hyla and you were doing influencing, right? Like online, like Instagram. Yes. Yeah. So a little bit of modeling, acting, photography. So just doing everything. And I always tell people that, you know, where we grow up thinking that we have to like choose one direction or one career, but in our hearts, we want to do everything. And like, we don't mm-hmm. want to go down one lane. <laughs> and, you know, I, sure. it was a moment in my life that I was just like, I'm just going to go. If the, when the opportunity knocked, I said, yes. Even if I wasn't ready mentally or, you know, whatever, I just went for it. And the more I did that, the more opportunities came. Wow. That's awesome. I love that. So you're juggling like four different jobs, but obviously you eventually chose Mm -hmm. to focus on not all four. So what did, like, how did you determine which ones you wanted to go with and what were they? So House of Hyla is number one, of course, because that is, you know, my goal um and then being a professor is it's super part-time so september i'll be going back and probably teaching you know once a week it's very flexible so that's awesome Yeah. yeah i guess when you have so many things on your plate the priorities do kind of reveal themselves as it goes obviously when you're starting like house of pilots your business it takes a lot more attention than some of the other ones so yeah that totally makes Mm -hmm. sense i want to talk about um house of pilots so you like your main um i guess what sets you apart is the monochromatic look yes exactly so we we see a lot of um, monochromatic shoes in men's fashion oh yeah i never even yeah and you don't see it with women's shoes and so crazy never thought of that (laughs) (laughs) and being around a shoe designer George Selby and always having the shoe conversation it it was something that came up and we wanted to create something unique that wasn't seen on the market and we wanted something we wanted to do as many colors as possible but also as a woman who wears heels who was partying in heels Mm -hmm. that hurt my feet (laughs) and you can only get through the night with a lot of drinks (laughs) oh yeah yeah we've all been there (laughs) we also wanted to make something that was comfortable and with George's experience with sneakers and knowing materials he was able to suggest you know a material that would make the shoes more comfortable and then also adding the memory pad foam inside as well and the grip at the bottom so you know, we just put in all our ideas into one shoe to make like the super heel that is visually beautiful, that's sexy, that's comfortable. And then also 
price is is important for us so we wanted to have an affordable price point our materials are PETA approved so we use synthetic uh, TPU vegan leather Nice. And there's a, there's a lot of things and that's important to me too cuz from my experience of wearing heels and what I like to see in a product any type of product I wanted to have that in my product. Well, that's pretty pretty awesome. Like obviously those things are super important in in a company and in in clothing and shoes being, you know, Peter approved and having that comfort obviously for heels. <laughs> and also I wanted to add that our toe box we have made it a little bigger just so with a pointy heel you feel like your toes are being squished and that's why we decided to um, open up the toe box a bit and also with the material that we use it's it's flexible so it's the same with like real leather which will conform to your foot um, so will the TPU a toe box mm-hmm. I did not know it was called that either you know how you can tell when you get a product that the makers have never used this product? <laughs> I'm like, clearly whoever made this has never freaking used this or needed this, but uh, <laughs> not what's going on here at all. So obviously that's amazing. So there is, I don't, I'm not sure if you get compared to them a lot, um, but there's another company when I think of sold uh, shoes, it's the Louboutins and um, their red soles is that something that you you get a lot of like comparison to or was that an inspiration um, in terms of coloring your well the mono look with the comparisons no because we are matching the sole to the color of the shoe right. and then we're also the the inside of the shoe is also the same color so it's the whole shoe dipped into one color so, so to speak not actually <laughs> also um, our soles, we have grip on them, and I'm not going to say anything else about <laughs> um, a Louboutin okay, shoe, fair. but um, we, That's fair. we have uh, grip on them, and our soles are one color throughout, so it's not like a painted on, if you walk on concrete, it's not, the color's not going to go away. Um, so right. you can you can compare you can try, <laughs> but um, we've definitely. But there's really no comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's fair. Like I'm not a huge um, like heel person in terms of, like I don't really dress up a lot. Like literally, I'm sitting here in a bra. This is what I wear. Um, so I'm not like a huge <laughs> like fashionista. So I don't really know um, about a lot of the looks and stuff like that. So I wasn't sure if it was something that, um, you know, inspired you, but I do know that what you have, um, obviously the mono look, but also like paying attention to the, to the color of the soul is something that's pretty unique, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I do obviously look at everything that's going on in fashion and I take that into consideration, that's definitely part of the reason why I wanted to create something comparable or better, but at a better price point as well. So, right. so who are your fashion inspirations? Where do you get it from? You know, now it's all social media, Instagram, a lot of the people that I'm friends with. Um, it's everywhere. Um, as a flight attendant, I've traveled to Europe a lot. So a lot of European fashion is inspiring to me. Um, yeah, and yeah. I mean, that's a, where a lot of like 
fashion comes from first, right? It all starts in Europe and then filters into North America. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the best spot to be inspired because you're ahead of the game. You're on top of like what is happening in mm-hmm. fashion. So are you guys in a lot of like fashion shows like are you attending them uh around the world at least in canada um with toronto fashion uh toronto fashion week in particular we are on a lot of the runways so you'll see with the past fashion week because of course right now not much is happening there but we have been on a lot of runway shows and you know it it works perfectly because they're comfortable so it's it's nice to be able to walk in comfortable heels down the models love that (laughs) exactly and we have a lot of colors so you can have a royal blue dress and we'll have like the perfect shoe to match your dress so it's worked really well in that sense yeah i was gonna say like every designer would probably want to come to you guys to say like hey can you match this like whatever this garment that I've created yeah. and you will be able to like you yeah. you have 24 colors in your uh, do you call them generation one um yeah generation one generation two right and generation two hasn't dropped yet though yes so yeah now generation two is what's available on our website generation one is sold out oh well that's so exciting. how does that work you'll never make generation ones again um generation Two, we've improved the heel and it's more true to size. So we'll we'll right. continue on with uh, generation two and moving forward from there. But okay. that's not to say that the colors from generation one won't make a comeback. So that's where we're at. They will not? No, she said they will. Not to say that they won't. Oh. It's a secret. She can't tell oh, us I everything. See. Okay. She can't give everything away. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's fair. Like, I stop me I'll ask all the questions but what I did want to say is um even if you have been inspired um this is going back a little bit by Mm -hmm. European fashion I think what's so cool um and something that is super important to me is is the fact that you're like a fully Canadian company so I you know shop local is huge but shop Mm -hmm. Canadian so and shop Canadian is you know amazing so I, I bet that draws in a lot of a lot of Canadians to buy as well yeah are you do you find that you get a lot of your business from like just your posts on instagram like are people driven to your site through what you're sharing online yeah so yes for sure a lot because we are an online business and um we use instagram as our marketing tool are you in stores? Yeah, so we are in uh, stores, uh, some boutiques in Toronto, in the States. So yeah, we're in quite a few boutiques. Amazing. Ooh, that is amazing. On your Instagram, mm-hmm. speaking of your Instagram, you guys have the best picture ever. It's the Barbie shoe one. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's all the Barbie shoes and then all the, mm-hmm. like, your shoes. Yes. I absolutely love that. You should do, like, billboards out of that or something. Like, it's so yeah. cool. Well, I mean, like, you're – that's another thing that you guys are totally, like, killing it with is just your social media. Like, you're – exactly. Like, something like that would resonate so much with so many generations. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Barbie and Barbie shoes are kind of like yeah. a symbol of anything fashion, anything trendy, um, sort of at the like height of it too. So, I mean, just like some of the content that you put out, like I'm always like, whoa, I love this. Like it, it makes you want to like look through your your account. It makes you, it makes you want to buy shoes. It does make shoes. you want to buy like, the shoes. I'm telling you, 
<laughs> I do not own, I think I have a pair of heels. I do not wear heels. I swear that's Lauren's part of this. Um, but I, when I saw a picture, I'm like, I need a pair of these like today. I don't know where I'm going to wear them, but I want them. <laughs> I feel like Jess, you would rock the burgundy because they're kind of similar to the docks and that's to my like, d- my burgundy docks yeah our, well our burgundy docks so we have matching pairs but yeah our burgundy so docks. this is how this is like the epitome of me and jess jess has well they're actually the cherry red docks yeah um but they're vegan line traditional flat yeah and then mine are cherry red but the style is the kendra and they have the big wedge heel so or big chunk heel yeah. so i mean that just like summarizes me and jess up like even in docks i need heels <laughs> usually if I can I'm not wearing any shoes so that's why if I have to put something on I'll put on like my my docks but yeah I really am inspired to go wear heels again it's it's because my feet I have like um like whatever heels really hurt my feet um my metatarsals don't sit right anyways I'm not even gonna explain that (laughs) okay well for you we are coming out with a flat as well and then sneakers so a mono flat flat yeah yes yeah oh my gosh when um so probably in the next yes couple months oh my god you just made me so happy Mm -hmm. like i cannot wait we'll own every pair now yes well because i have to like still look at it work and stuff and it's hard to find like nice looking flats so Mm -hmm. this is comfortable flats also well Yeah. yeah But, oh, my God, that is so cool. I'm so happy. Yeah, to that's that. exciting. <laughs> I'm glad. Thanks for letting us in on that little I know. tidbit of information. Yes. Yeah. I knew we'd get yeah. a tip out of we'll, her. We'll work you down until <laughs> you just have to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just wanted to chat a little bit more about like the social media side of things. So, I mean, do either of you have like social media background? I'm Just because like your account is great. You really are on brand um you post things that really like resonate with your audience i think so how do you know like how would you like what do you do um <laughs> how do you yeah, do let me tell media? you the secret <laughs> formula um so yeah we both have a marketing background and then also creatively we're able to produce all the content that you see and um so we have fun with it and we just kind of you know it's it shows when you're having fun creating it shows in your posts and then you feel that from the response that you get from people as well so yeah we do we both come from marketing i have a lot of social media experience personally um with creating content for other brands um more specifically mixed chicks which is the hair products that i use um and many other brands as well so we're just taking all our experiences and putting them into our brand um that's actually that's so amazing and i guess with social media like it's a practice you have to you have to work on it you have to get better um that was something that i never did like my social media sucks but then seeing like our podcast one and then i run my boyfriend's for him uh for his company and it's like actually um like a skill and work and like something you could 
really spend a lot of time learning about. So that's amazing that you know how to do that. So who was behind um, the Barbie shoe picture? Well, you know, we saw we saw that post um, just in Instagram randomly. And a lot of people have commented that, oh, wow, your shoe reminds me of the Barbie shoe. So um, when when I saw that, like, obviously, automatically, it looked like House of Pilot to me. So um, we wanted to recreate it and with our own heels. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah. We had to post the inspiration too. give, give the credit. <laughs> oh, for sure. And mm-hmm. draw the connection. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it was amazing. And because it looks the exact I, same. Yeah. So are you like, yeah. I haven't, I don't mm-hmm. know all the names of each of your colors, but do you have one that you're calling mm-hmm. like Barbie pink? No. We don't, but... I'll sell you that idea. I'll sell you that. (laughs) (laughs) You can have it. It's free. Fine. Whatever. She's like, she has all the pinks as it is. (laughs) They're all Barbie. Great idea. What's your favorite (laughs) color? Um, Currently, my favorite color is the Scarlet, but I mean, I can't pick a favorite child. (laughs) Yeah. Do you just have all of them and like wear them all all the time? Yeah. And just like play around and try different outfits. Do you ever do one in one? Yeah, I did that for our first ever uh, video campaign. I did that in the video. Which ones? Which colors? I yeah. did the um, the mint with the creamsicle. Ooh, nice! Yeah. So it must have been like a summer summer look, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so fun! I love how you said uh, you can't pick just one, or you can't have a favorite baby. <laughs> Her favorite child. How could you? <laughs> your shoes are your ch- children, and that is very, very true statement. My some of my shoes are my children too. Yeah. Um, do you have a hard time like, like not doing every single color in the world? Oh yeah, definitely, and that's definitely where we're heading. Um, we want to do so many colors, and yeah, we're constantly brainstorming. Okay, what's next? Because the options really are endless. Like. You can do. I feel like you Christmas can make colors. up colors, right? Like, well, actually, you know what? I had this like realization, um, and I wasn't even stoned. I was looking at like flowers or the sky or something, and I'm like, nature has made up every single color. Like, we did not. There are no man-made colors. Nature has has created mm-hmm. every single color. Um, so that's friggin' weird. But yeah, you could really <laughs> do like cool like. Like the Christmas collection or like, you know, you, mm. I, I don't know. Yeah, you can draw inspiration like from how OPI does their nail polishes, right? Like they... Yes, collections mm. like that. Collections like, after like celebrities. Like the Hawaii or, one. Yeah. Or you could do a nude collection, which is basically one color, like Kim Kardashian's <laughs> All of her, yeah. all of her collection. So mm-hmm. clearly, we have all the good marketing ideas. So feel free to like hire us yeah, on any time. If you anytime. have any positions, we're available. I'll send we'll you. We'll just resume. call them the Lauren and Jess colors. The perspective look. Aw, I hear baby. Yeah, that's Adrian. He usually like I'm usually there when he's sleeping, so he's probably missing mommy. Oh, is he with dad? Yeah. Aw. <laughs> so cute okay well we can also wrap it up so you can go see little little babe um so i mean you filled us in on so much and we're so excited about this brand obviously i don't know if we've 
really conveyed that yet. I think we have, but we kind of like your stuff. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> like it. It's all right, but it is it is something that we love to know that you are a Canadian brand and a Canadian yeah. business and. I think it's super important to mm-hmm. like the Canadian retail market to show more Canadian businesses. I mean, we bring so much yeah. from like the US and well, other countries all around the world, Everywhere. but we have this talent and the skill and like these amazing products right like at our front door. So, I mean, we're all about yeah. trying to bring more awareness to those kinds of businesses. And um, we're so glad that we found you. Especially the ones that are female-led. Like, obviously, it's co-founded with your husband. But a female entrepreneur right in the face of it, um, it's huge, too. And it needs to be talked about. Like, it, just people need yeah. to know about it because you're an inspiration. Um, lots of Canadian women yeah. are, are not sure if they could do this or if they should start something and here's someone who yes you had a fashion background but you were in like the aviation industry you were a flight attendant you were not developing (laughs) or designing shoes and you went from that to being a professor and then and also at the same time starting a shoe company so I mean like anything you had an idea and you made it happen exactly yeah I think that's the most inspiring part and you're a woman in Canada. Yeah, and you and like, <laughs> I think one of the biggest things that we could pull away that you said is like face your fears, and we've talked about it yeah. many times on the show in past episodes that fear is so powerful, and like especially for women, we are so afraid of ourselves, we're so afraid of our own success, we're afraid of our own ideas, we're afraid to go for things, um, we're afraid of our own failures, and we're afraid to fail, of course, and. Because of that, like, there's so many pressures that if you are a woman, you can't fail and you can't, like, do this. Or you shouldn't be going for your dreams. You should just be complacent. Um, So you're just another representation of, like, everything a woman can be. And, like, we're just all all here for that and I mean it's it, we yeah. we learned about House of Hyla and yourself through a mutual friend who has also been on our show Alessandra Seca who is the founder of Seca and Co PR and um, so I mean like this is exactly how it works right you know somebody who like loves yes. a brand or a business and then they connect to somebody else so I mean like this is really perfect example of women supporting women and we just love that thank you ladies so much it has been a pleasure to speak to both of you and you both inspire me and I love what you're doing to empower women and to continue this message and I think that's so important and we are going to continue this conversation forever. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. So before we go, please uh, tell our listeners where they can find you and or House of Hyla. So you can go to houseofhyla.com and our Instagram is at houseofhyla and check it out. Enjoy the fun. Amazing. (laughs) Yes. Oh, babe, thank you so much. And as always, you can follow us at perspective underscore podcast but definitely definitely check out house of hyla order yourself some of those amazing shoes you will not be disappointed hyla thank you so much for chatting with us let it sharing some uh secrets with us (laughs) and continue to inspire and i can't wait to get the flats we'll be (laughs) keeping our eyes peeled for all the new reveals we cannot wait
please, like, yeah, do, like, a countdown on Instagram so I can be ready before they sell right out. Well, tell us first. We need, like... Yeah, we're on the in now, so give us a heads up <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> I have both of your numbers, so yes. don't worry. We'll be, we'll be getting, Thanks, we'll be babe. waiting for those texts. We'll be looking out for them. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a great night and go see your little babe. And thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.